0: Welcome to another episode of Conversations with Lamp. I'm your host, James Lampkin. And my guest today is a podcaster out of Augusta, Virginia. I mean, I'm sorry, out of Augusta, Georgia. Mr. Slim, thank you for joining me. What's going on, brother? And uh, this, this your this your uh, second time I had to get you back on.
1: Yeah, I'm excited, dog. You
0: got a great topic for us today, so I'm here. <laughs> before, <laughs> First of all, before we do anything, man, I want to thank you again for coming back and just let you know I'm a huge fan of your work and I make sure to check out your podcast on a weekly basis so just wanted to give you your respect and your props before we get started
1: man I appreciate that a lot dog I actually was gonna quit podcasting so I'm glad to hear that
0: why before why was you gonna quit I I didn't ironically I didn't get to listen to that episode I've been listening to some other ones why was you gonna quit
1: I was going to quit because my photography was doing really well and I was shooting a lot of videos and I just started this t-shirt business and I haven't even really launched the t-shirt business, but it's been doing well before I even launched it. I plan on launching it tomorrow. And, um, I oh, was congratulations.
0: like, I congratulations.
1: appreciate it, man. And I was like, um, podcasting ain't really bringing me without I, what I want to, but what really got me out of it is I was sitting in this cigar lounge and, and it was a couple of nice young white uh, gentlemen talking and they was talking about how that they love their podcast and it's doing so well and how it's averaging like like uh I think they said like 40 plays a week and stuff. And I was like, and look at me over here with five and six times amount of their numbers, and I'm about to quit and I'm sad about my numbers, and they over here excited about 40 and 50 plays. You know what I'm saying? Hey
0: man, that's 40, 50 people that's listening. So
1: I know though, and it's like um, I really just had to like get back in the love of it because I'm like, man, these folks really love this, you know what I'm saying? I like they probably love it more than me because I'm over here like going through a bad marriage with it. <laughs> 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 For real.
0: But you've been doing you you started like a year ago or two years ago.
1: I think um I'm coming up on two years in like January. Okay.
0: Yeah. You, Cause I, I could tell, man. Like I just listening to the episodes, like there's been a whole lot of growth. Like I, like I'm gonna be, I'm gonna just be honest. Like sometimes I would listen just to support, but mm. now I'm listening. Like all right, let me see what he talking about this week.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm um I'm growing with this thing, dog. Like at first I was like I'm just doing this for fun or whatever, but now I'm like shoot, fun time over with. It's time to grow this thing. Dog. Pause.
0: Where you trying to,
1: where you trying to take it to man above and beyond really like podcasting is the number one thing that I love to do. So I would love to just make money off that and just say, forget everything else. Like I probably mess around with my camera forever, but I don't want to have to rely on making money off of a camera. Cause it's a lot of things I don't like doing with that camera.
0: Like (laughs) what don't you like?
1: (laughs) hopefully none of my clients listening, but most of the stuff I do for clients. Like like I hate shooting club performances, dog. You know what I'm saying? Last time I shot a club performance was like last week. And I told myself, he told me he wasn't getting on stage till like 1230. I said, cool. I pulled up like 1215, but he did get on stage like about a little bit after 1230. I told myself, I'm not going to go to this hood club and drink. Soon as I got into the club, he buys a bottle and pours me a cup. And I just he actually poured me two clubs because I had somebody else with me. So I I chug mine and I was looking for the person that came with me, couldn't find them. So I put the cup like I was I was biting on the rim and trying to shoot with the camera and it kept splashing everywhere because everybody was jumping up and down. So I just chugged that one too. So I ended up chugging two drinks. I'm like, man, I hate I hate shooting in clubs. <laughs> you cannot go to the club and not drink it's impossible
0: well if you don't drink because i'm not a drinker so
1: i mean i guess you can but me i drink so i can't go to no place where there's drink and not drink yeah
0: that makes sense though i mean i hang with the people that drink and and yeah most of the time they they don't get like drunk but the crazy part is they don't mind getting drunk because i'm there so yeah
1: oh when you got a db it's drive. it's free fall <laughs> right so, when you ain't got no db you gotta like you know kind of ration it out like you know i'm gonna take two drinks now
0: and two later so i can be
1: able to drive later
0: yeah but i'm gonna we gonna get into what i really wanted to invite you first of all i listen it was an episode you did with uh main uh with main and shout out to main because he he's another one got a great podcast and you two you two, whenever y'all get together, it's always a great episode. Like I love to hear y'all two together. And whenever y'all, when I see Maine and Slim, I can count on it being a good episode.
1: Yeah, the best of both worlds. I'm hove though. He r Kelly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't want to touch that because that ain't gonna fly too well. <laughs> but one of the things that you was talking about was you you hate internet interviews and you hate zoom and i wanted you to elaborate more why do you hate doing your i mean you don't really do them but you said you hate those podcasts and i wanted to know why all
1: right so it's a lot of layers to this so um first thing first it like uh, a zoom or an internet interview just kind of lacks the chemistry. You're not right there with the person. So sometimes you'll see an interview and it's like, that person may say something that they would never say when they're face to face with someone. And also it can go like one or a hundred ways. Like either that person can um, be super comfortable and start saying things they wouldn't normally say, or this person could be like, you know, just super standoffish, but the main reason I was talking about why I hate um, Zoom um, interviews or um, internet interviews is because when all this COVID stuff happened, everybody switched to doing Zoom interviews. And I just was real big on like, like just thinking like, hmm, Joe Rogan never stopped. Joe Button and them never stopped. I was like, so y'all folks ain't willing to risk it all for this content. <laughs> 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 that was my number one reason. I was like, so y'all folks really is not willing to risk it all for this content. Y'all ain't really here for it. Like, man, I'm going to be honest. Like, the Breakfast Club, I was like, man, y'all really weak with this. Like, they had some of the best people during that time, too. Like, Boosie gave them a great interview. But the sound was horrible. You know, I'm real big on sound. Yeah. I just I just wasn't feeling it. I was like, man, y'all got to risk it all for this content, man. I don't I don't care what y'all talking about. You got to risk it.
0: So I'm i am I'ma counter with this. Cause I, I'll say this. I do agree with you on the energy of the room. I've had the first the first two podcasts I ever recorded, they were in person. Mm-hmm. And these were these was like brothers to me. So yeah, I do agree with you on that aspect. But I like the I like the fact that with the internet, one. it it opens you up to people you can get on your platform. Uh Like I've been able to have interviews with people that I never would have been able to have with in person. And two, it makes it easier because, bro, them two podcasts that I did in person, man, it took me weeks to get, for us to get on the same schedule, get, get somewhere we can record it. So that was just a hard process. So that's why me personally, that's why I switched to online.
1: And um, so what you saying That it's kind of like the gift and the curse of the internet because it's like the internet can connect you to a lot of people and it can uh, introduce you to people that you would never meet in a million years. But at the same time, it's like when you're doing this podcast thing, it's, it's so much better to just be face to face with it. Like, I think I also talked about on that episode, a podcast is not determined to be great by the guests it's always going to be determined to be great by the host. so you can have dr phil on your show right now but if you don't conduct a good podcast or an interview with dr phil it's just going to be another one of them podcasts or the example that i like to use all the time is um it's these guys that have a podcast i think their podcast is called the roommate podcast and they've had a lot of well-known people on there, like Charlemagne, Schultz. They had a lot of people that that do like you know the little internet spoken word stuff. You know them simp guys that be talking about men are trash and women shouldn't date trash men. They have a lot of them guys on there too because that's like the premise of their show. But um um. Every time they have a guest on, like they had Charlamagne on, and I think it did like a quarter million the first week. Then the next week, they did an episode by themselves, and it did like 5,000. You know what I'm saying? So you can't build a show based off of people. So my whole thing, like when I first started this podcast stuff, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I chased well-known people like that I knew and people that I knew around the city and I kind of just presented to them like, hey bro, I got microphones and a camera, this would be a good way for you to woo doo And you know, it would be people I knew had like 10,000 or 20 or 30,000 followers, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I chased that and you know what I learned from that? It does not matter what you do with these people. (laughs) It don't matter. Like, don't nobody care. If you sit these people down and they got 50,000 followers and you ask them 100 questions like, hey, um, what you think about this? What you think about that? Don't nobody want to hear that? They want to see something funny. They want to see something entertaining. They want to learn something from it. They really want to see you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, especially like when you have people on too many times. And I just told somebody this recently, like, I done had truths on my podcast 100 times. So don't nobody want to see me and Trues do another 3-hour podcast. They just don't want to see it. It just ain't no point.
0: Mm. So you so you but you but you kind of built your platform on repeat guests. You have a lot of the same guests like uh Blue, uh Damo. Uh-huh. Those are your most frequent Main, of course. Those are like your 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 uh most frequent guests.
1: Yeah, because when I first started podcasting, my whole goal, I actually, a lot of people don't know this, I used to do a podcast called uh, Habitual Offenders with somebody else. And when we stopped doing that podcast, I was like, I'm pretty much, I wanted to call my podcast uh, Slim and Friends. I know that was going to be real corny. But somebody actually gave me the name uh, Sit Downs with Slim. Shout out to my dog, Votney. But he gave me that name Sit Downs with Slim because he was like, Slim, Slim and Friends is corny, bro. Do not (laughs) do that. (laughs) So I didn't do it. But that's basically like how I base my podcast around. I just wanted to have a bottle of liquor, a couple cigars and just sit around and just kick stuff with my homeboy. So that's what I do now. But the reason why I brought True's name up is because, you know, True, True's is somebody that I built a relationship with through my podcast. So, like, True's got a lot going on. So I'm saying, like, that'll be somebody that has something going on that people just don't wanna see all the time. Somebody like Damo and Blue and Maine, that's people who I'm around all the time. Of course, Maine, because me and him work together a lot. Yeah.
0: I will say though, like just like I said earlier, the the energy is different. But one thing that I that I did disagree with you on, you actually can't create the energy over the internet. And I'm gonna tell you how. A lot of times, even though we didn't do this today, I'll gauge their temperature, see how they feeling, how's their day going, to relax them and, and get them ready for the you know getting ready for the conversation. So I I do think you can do that, but I do agree with you in person is better, but I think it depends on what your goal is because my goal is like, I'm trying to go like national and I'm trying to have followers all over the place. So being that I've been able to get guests from pretty much all over the country, it has helped me build my followers.
1: Yeah. See, so I kind of, like, had the same formula. Like, when I first started this, I I actually started on the audio platforms first, and then I decided to go the YouTube route and start doing um, interviews. And what I learned about doing interviews, I was going different places. Like, I was driving to Savannah, Georgia. Then i drive to, like, um, Charlotte, North Carolina. Like, I was just going different places, uh, doing exactly what you were saying, trying to expand. And what I learned from that is, man, you drive... Whole five hours, and you do this interview with this person, and you might gain four followers from it. And I know it's a slow <laughs> grind, but it's like I don't want to waste my time getting four and five followers when I could just create a good show with some people that's around me, and I can build up from there. I'm just, I'm just not really like, I don't know. And then on top of this, right here, it's like, all right, so right now, me and you on the Zoom call, right? I feel like I'm in an episode of the Jetsons. (laughs) Like for real, like, like it's a video of you covering this whole screen that I'm looking at and I'm sitting here in this studio doing what I do all the time. So I'm not uncomfortable because I do this all the time, damn near every other day. But it's just like, is, is this where we're headed? Is is this where we're going to? Like, I just watched the NBA game with no crowd. Is this where we're headed?
0: (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? It's funny, it's funny because again, I, I'm I was really excited to get you on my show. But ironically, what's crazy because I because I know how you feel, I would never ask you to do your show online. Even though you wouldn't do it. <laughs> uh I don't know, man.
1: I'm gonna be honest. I probably wouldn't either. I had somebody that was well like well known, like probably I'm gonna keep it real, like a C-list celebrity. <laughs> mm-hmm. They uh, they had um they had got in contact with one of my friends. My friends told them about my show, and they were like, "Yeah, we can do it, but we gotta do it online." And I turned it down. I was like,
0: "Man, I ain't doing that." Yeah, cause that. But you know Perfect. what? It doesn't work for you. Like, you kind of gotta stay in your lane. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like some people, they like. Don't, again, I, I've said it before. i said say it again. Damn, I sound like your Patreon thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Not Patreon, but your uh, damn... Uh, anchor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, nah, but I, I definitely, I wish I could be in the same room with that energy. And, because, shit, there's times where I'm talking and the internet freeze and... Yeah, I gotta I gotta kind of look at the per like I have to concentrate so hard to look and see if the person is finished talking because I don't want to over-talk them. So the internet does have its challenges, but it, I just like the fact that I'm able to reach so many people. That's that's why I like it.
1: Yeah, but this internet thing, dog. This thing, this thing is so fickle. It's like I told you, dog. Like it's okay. I'm going to give you a good example. You do a podcast with, let's say, Dr. Umar or somebody on Dr. Umar's level. Let's just, we just going to call this person Dr. Umar, but this is going to be a hypothetical person. Okay. And they have 100,000 followers online. You're excited about this podcast. You you got in your bag on this podcast. You posted it and you kept posting it. And, you know, it did all right, but it ain't really do well. You know what I'm saying? And you're like, dang, hey, I really expected a lot from this. <laughs> but then you can mess around and do a podcast with your son or daughter and you can have no expectations whatsoever and you can wake up and it have a hundred shares,
0: man. So let me tell you something. The pod, the podcast that I got the most listens for is Maine. Yeah. And I, like, I didn't even get a chance to promote it. And I woke up and it had a thousand listens. I was like, "What the fuck? Like that a bot attack it? Like, I didn't know what happened?" I was, uh,
1: like, I but was see, shocked. I told I told Maine, especially when it comes to SoundCloud. SoundCloud is kind of like YouTube. It depends on trending topics, and it's a lot of factors that come into people clicking that. But also with Maine, Maine is really good at promoting podcasts.
0: But he didn't. He, he didn't promote this one. that's the thing ain't no
1: telling what happened though uh, but that's what i say with it man the trending topics you just never know because like i told somebody recently the last podcast i did before i started sit downs with slim our last episode before i deleted the episode it had almost twenty thousand plays
0: why'd you delete it
1: uh, you want to know the truth? I want to come up with a sweet lie, but I'm I suck at lying. Um, <laughs> I actually deleted it because I was making a YouTube video, and you know how, like, you have to pay for SoundCloud to have multiple uh, multiple uh, tracks on there. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I deleted all the tracks so I could get to the first two tracks because <laughs> that's what I was trying <laughs> to use for the video and i didn't give i didn't give no fucks about deleting that 20,000 view podcast i just did Man. not care
0: yeah i mean yeah and it's funny cuz you said like that's one thing i learned too like every every podcast that i've done it was because i wanted to do it because it's like um i don't know who you know what i'm saying i don't know where that good interview going to come from cuz it's been podcasts where I wasn't really expecting you know what I'm saying not that I wasn't expecting nothing but I wasn't expecting it to be what it was you know what I'm saying yeah like it, it'll be a, it'll be a, a like I had I had one of my good we not, I can't even say good friends we're associates but we we have a very close mutual friend and when I did the podcast I knew I knew him a little bit but when we got into the questions and he started telling this story I was like damn I got way more out of this than what I expected. So sometimes it'd be the one where you, you know, you just kind of like go into it and you like, okay, let's just see what happens. And then it turns out to be great. But you know, the big thing is <laughs> the person who does the podcast, which you got to share it. Like that's,
1: that's the big thing. And see, I tell main this all the time. Cause maybe his feelings about people not sharing podcasts and I ain't gonna lie recently. I got in my feelings about it. Also, but um you can't you can't live or die from from somebody sharing a podcast and like you can't depend on it and you can't even worry about it you just got to worry about putting out the product that's how I always view it but I'm gonna be honest I don't know if you want to talk about this but I love talking about podcasting but this podcast game is getting oversaturated that's another reason why I want to stop podcasting (laughs) it's getting oversaturated man like like I'm talking about locally and like nationally, like for me locally, it's kind of like a lot of people are starting podcasts and, and they coming up to me, asking me like, Hey, how I do this, how I do that. Woo, 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 woo. They even going out their way to like, Hey, how much you charge to produce podcasts? And next thing I know, they going to somebody else to produce their podcast. Mm-hmm. I don't get in my feelings about stuff like that because it's all about like, you know, who can, who can offer you the best service or whatever. That's fine. But and um, like nationally and and you know global, it's like people like Rogan. I'm disappointed in Rogan for um, publicly coming out with the number of his podcast because now that's setting a bar. Joe Budden said on his last episode, he said uh, his numbers was a little mixed and screwed because he had said like 250 uh, million, but I think what he was trying to say was if Rogan gets a hundred million for his podcast. Then Joe Budden can get at least 65 million, 50 million. And
0: oh, okay. You're You're talking about the salary. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. And that's a good number. But like also me, me watching these guys, and of course, one day I want to be up there, you know, where those guys is at. It's kind of like, do I want to play that kind of game though? Like I started this podcast just because I want to be able to free range with this. So once like the business comes into it,
0: it's like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? What you think about, what you think about button and Um...
1: I see, it, I see it from different point of views. And my homeboys, like, every time we get into this conversation about this right here, they all be disappointed in my view on it. But I'm standing at where I stand. I'm a businessman from T to T. <clears throat> I'm talking about from when I was a little kid selling selling candy at school, cutting grass, selling nickel bags of Reggie. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I've been a businessman since I was a little kid. And I truly believe that Joe Budden has high expectations for his podcast he's calling it a network and i understand what he means by calling it a network but i just don't see it but also i'm on the other side of it because it's not my place to be able to see where he's trying to take this thing yeah so yeah. it's like it's like a it's like a two-way fence mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know which is which like i understand Charlemagne's point of view because honestly if I was up there where they are right now, I probably would be Charlemagne. I would be the guy with <laughs> a podcast that makes that makes hundred percent of the money off of my ad revenue and still have a job at like Breakfast Club. I wouldn't be a guy like Joe Button. But the crazy thing about it is, Joe Button is that guy too. That's yes. why when I listen to him rant, I'm not one of those clueless listeners. It's like, bro, you work for Revolt. You're talking about Charlemagne like he's doing something wrong, bro. You do the same thing. Yeah, you have the job at Revolt and you have a podcast. Charlemagne does the same thing. Y'all are the same guys, and y'all arguing because you're trying to be independent with your podcast, and Charlemagne obviously is trying to sell his podcast, which right. I get because I wouldn't sell my uh, sell my podcast neither. So I just. So you would podcast. not sell it? Nah, I would never sell my podcast because. Um, It's your baby. It's like, it's like selling your child. You know what I'm saying? I know like (laughs) other people would see it differently, but for me, this is like my baby. Like, this is like when I ain't had nothing, this is what I came up with. This is what I created from the ground up. Like I could never sell this. Like there's literally not a price on it. You know how people be like, it's a price on everything. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. for people with no integrity.
0: Yeah. Now I will say this. There's not a price for everything. But I can't sit here and tell you, bro, I'm 40 years old and I don't work. And if I got the podcast where they talking about seven, eight figures, I think I'm going to go ahead and cash out on that one. (laughs) Uh,
1: But see, that's like, that's like a dream right there. So it's like, Let's be more realistic. Like, realistically, if you have a podcast and you get your numbers up there to, like, let's say, a hundred thousand an episode, and they want to have a meeting with you, Mm. they're probably going to offer you maybe two or three hundred thousand. You know what I'm saying? A two or three hundred thousand contract. And it's like, yeah, it's like, So would you would you take that for something that you work hard for? And and also let's throw in there that you're already going to be making. You're probably already going to be making 10 to 20,000 a month off of ad revenues off your podcast already. so it's like, yeah. So it's like, do you want to stay on that independent grind or do you want to? And also, this is the biggest factor that people don't understand when it comes to business you can sign this two or three hundred thousand dollar contract which is going to be well more than what you're making already right mm-hmm. but this is the biggest risk factor that you take in signing this contract let's say these people convince you to sign a two to three year contract in the first year your plays go from what did I say a hundred thousand episode yeah your plays go from a hundred thousand an episode to 1.5 million in the first year. Guess guess how much you making off that? <laughs>
0: <No>. <laughs> Your check does not change, and they but see the problem. But see their their argument gonna always be when well, we put the machine behind you, which it's true. And I'm not going to. That's be how ad. I say. Which yeah. Guess what? Yeah. I'm not going to be Joe
1: Button in the meetings talking about um talking about. Hey, I know my ad revenue is worth ten million dollars. <laughs> I'm not going to be that guy. I'm going to be the guy in the meeting. Like, hmm, yeah. I really dropped the ball here. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: I dropped the ball, but I will be Joe button. Like he did when the contract is up, I'm going to be like, Oh, okay. Now let's renegotiate. Yeah. But it has to be realistic numbers though.
0: From what it sounds like what button is, he, he wants total independence, which I get like, I, I'm not mad at him at all. I, I'm like, I said, for me, I told you my number, we talking seven, eight figures.
1: Mm. but Bro, look, though, here's the problem with what joe bunton talking about it's okay to want total independence but if you want total independence stop talking to these major labels it's simply yeah as yeah that's and true that's true but see that's look true. if you stay total yeah. independence it's a lot harder so yeah. what he wants to do is he wants an independent contract with a price tag on it and it's like what do these people get To give you an independent contract (laughs) with no price tag. It's kind of like I love the fact that he said I went into a meeting with title and I told Jay-Z, all that sounds good. I just want the statistics. And Jay-Z looked at me and said, (laughs)
0: Absolutely (laughs) not.
1: And he was like, but good luck. Let me know if somebody gives you that. And right, he said he went right. into the meeting with Spotify. And Spotify said, oh, yeah, we got you. And he found out he wasn't getting it from Spotify neither. I'm mm-hmm. like, bro, because who the hell is about to give you? That's their leverage. Everybody has their leverage in business. I talked about that on my last episode I put out today. Everybody has their leverage in business. Their leverage is is the statistics. Yeah. So if they give you some statistics, what do they have? Yeah, that's a good point. It's all about a partnership, and nobody wants to work together. That's the biggest problem. Um, I don't mind working with people. Like, okay... I'll tell you something else that's a little bit off subject, but so I've been starting this t-shirt thing and I've been trying to work with people with different, with uh, brands and, you know, people that make music and stuff like that. And I've been telling them like, hey, you know, I just got this machine and I really started this because I ain't had nobody to help me work on my merchandise so I can help you out. And guess what they all been telling me? And Maine told me uh, we need to do an episode about this. Guess what they have been they telling me? What they say? make the merchandise, and we can split the profit on the back end. That word back end, <laughs> next time I hear that word back end, I'm going to go crazy. I do not want to hear that word again. Back end is something that rappers use. You get your back end, somebody pays you up front for a show, and you get the back end when you get to the show. Fine, cool, that business works in that industry. And what I'm doing, bro, I am not about to wait. Months and put the money up front to get a hundred dollars on the back end, bro. If you ain't got a hundred dollars to give me, we do not need to be on the phone.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Did you do the shirt you got on there?
1: Uh, yeah, I actually did.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. That's a
1: good. Yeah, I got a lot lot of shirts too. Um, website launching tomorrow. You'll be able to see everything that I got on the website. I made all kind of stuff, dog.
0: So you, so you, you going, you going, you going in with this, Dan.
1: Oh yeah, dog. I'm I'm full entrepreneur mode, dog. Like I made I made my mind up. It's funny because uh, I was just at a young lady's house yesterday, using her printer to make some shirts. And I was talking to her mom and her grandma because they was in there playing cards. And they was like, "Oh, I should have my mask on because you know you probably been around people. You got COVID." And I like, "Nah, I ain't been around nobody. I've been at the house." And they were like, "Oh, you working from home?" I was like, "Yeah." And they were like, "Well, where are you working at now?" I said, "Look, y'all probably they know me since I was like 20 years old." I said, y'all probably don't know. I ain't had a nine to five in six years, maybe seven years. Like, I'm done with that. That's over with. My mind don't even think like that no more.
0: Is that scary for you?
1: Um... Honestly, no, because that's how I've been living my life. Has it it been rough? Yes. I was just telling Blue the other day that when I first started my cleaning business, that was my first business, that I started in January. Um, I actually got my business up and running in February, and I didn't get paid until May 1st. And my first check was $40. And then my second check the next month was like $400. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I didn't get paid for like six months. So that was a little scary. And then this right here, what I'm doing, I remember there was a time where they was about to repo my car. You know what I'm saying? This wasn't that long ago. This was maybe a year ago. You know, like, it get rough sometimes, but the reward is way sweeter. Like, when you, man, I tell a perfectly good story. This shirt that I got on right here, this was the second bit of merch I put out and i remember i could not get the price down on this on on the person that was making the shirt they charged me a lot of money and i paid up front there was no back end i paid
0: for 50 <laughs> shirts
1: <laughs> i paid for 50 shirts up front And I kid you not 50 shirts. I sold out of them shirts in like three days and I made a couple grand in profit off them shirts. And I was so happy. It's no better feeling in the world than making your own money and being independent. It's just, it's just no better feeling. Like, like, man, I guarantee you the biggest check I made off my cleaning business. Right. Which was with a franchise was probably like five grand. Um, Let's say I made, let's say a grand. Let's say I made a grand off selling the T-shirts before. That one grand felt a million times better than that five grand I made with a franchise. Why is that? Because it's just, it's yours. You know what I'm saying? Like with this cleaning business, I made five grand, I had to pay them 21%. Ah, uh, okay. okay. Yeah, it's just, it's just no better feeling than making your own money, dog. Just no better feeling.
0: So you 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 all in, it's, it's all independence for you. You like the masterpiece of this, all independent.
1: <laughs> man, I'm all in, dog, especially because like, <laughs> man, this gets so deep. Like when I first finished college, I was having a hard time finding a job because I ain't really take college serious. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a bookworm, but I'm one of them people where I can just cram and I can go take a test and I can make a B. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? I can make a B. I can go in there drunk and I'll make a C. Like, I'm just one of them type people. So I ain't take college serious. So my GPA was a little low. I graduated college with a, a 2.8, 2.9. Is that low. And, I mean, it's not low, but, you know, in a competitive market, it's low. Oh, OK. Oh, OK. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. it's like I'm going for these internships and stuff. And, you know, all these nice rich white kids, they got 3.5s and 3.6s. So it's like, I'm losing against this. And my dream was to get a corporate job. And I finally got a corporate job in Atlanta with at and I stayed at that job for a couple weeks and I knew that is not the life for me. And I, <laughs> I, I left there and I got a couple management jobs. And then I finally like went to go see my mom. It was like my brother's birthday. We flew to go see my mom's and I was so stressed out and I was telling her, I was like, man, I ain't gonna lie, man. This ain't for me. This is what I always wanted. It ain't for me. And she was like, baby, you do not work good with people. She was like, You have to run stuff on your own because you're not good at working with stupid people. <laughs> <laughs> and after that, I was like, dog, this just this just all me, dog. And this podcast is what really start like gave me the spark again. You know what I'm saying? This is why I love podcasting. Like, I hate when people disrespect podcasts. Like, I feel like a lot of people like celebrities, mainly celebrities too. These these folks know that they got a little bit of fame, and they'll start a podcast, and that's so disrespectful to the podcast culture. It's like, bro, you know you're garbage. Why are you doing this? Go make some records. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Go make some records, bro. Why are you starting a
0: podcast? This is I think ridiculous. It's because they just think, like, you know. They're interesting. They, I think a lot of them feel like no matter what, no matter what, if a mic in front of them, they're interesting.
1: I mean, they are though, but it's like still like uh, I
0: don't know you about can go that. start a TV show. But that's okay. But that's my point. Like, uh, if you you if you acting out, you doing something like like. TV show and rapping that's kind of in your lane. Podcasting, depending on what kind, depending on what kind of podcast Man, you got and
1: who you're Podcasting it. is turning into reality TV, and I don't want to see it. <laughs> Think about it now. You know I'm right. Podcasting right. is turning into reality TV, and reality TV is one of the most disgusting is things on the face of this earth, right next to world star hip-hop. <laughs> They are all disgusting. I don't want to see it. Blue sent me a video today of a UFO sighting, and the link was from World Star Hip Hop. I ignored it. He FaceTimed (laughs) me an hour later and said, did you see the aliens? Did you see the aliens? I said, Blue, I'm not going to keep telling y'all, boys. I do not click on nothing from World Star Hip Hop. If you want me to see it, you better go find it at a blog site at least. I might click on the (laughs) blog site. I'm not clicking on World Star Hip Hop. I don't want to see none
0: of that ignorant stuff during my day. (laughs) <laughs> I look, I know me and you we could do this forever because we both love this, but I'm I'm gonna keep it short. Where where do you so where what's the next big thing you looking to tackle? Cause you got the shirts and you got the podcast. So what's the next big thing that you looking to tackle? Man,
1: honestly, I really don't know. I'm one of them people that's kind of free flowing. I'm just going with the flow, so it's like whatever just come next with me. Um, right now, I'm just I'm just still trying to trying to grow my brand. Um, still trying to go with the shirt. Still trying to go with the camera. Uh, I'm I'm gonna be honest. Somebody told me before that it's hard. <clears throat> excuse me, it's hard to tackle different things at once, and they was hundred percent right. It is like. Whenever, whenever my my photography brand start growing, I start lacking at my podcast. Like yeah. it's just it's just true, man. But you know, it's like whatever comes comes. But I'm gonna be completely honest though, and uh, I'm gonna stop talking so damn much. But are you good? You good? The last couple of weeks, I've been going in on my podcast, and I feel like. I, I haven't been getting, like, the recognition for it that it should, and that and that makes it discouraging. I know I sound like, you know, a sad NBA player that feels like he should have got MVP, <laughs> but <laughs> it's just how I've been feeling, man. Like, this episode I put out today, I feel like was great. The one I put out, uh, uh, like, two weeks ago, I felt like that one was great. You know what I'm saying? And Which one like, was that? Uh, the one with Jamila, the life coach. That was a great one. Yep. Yeah. I feel like these episodes was great. And I'm like, I haven't I I don't know. I've been getting the self satisfaction from from it, but I haven't been getting like and it's crazy because I sound crazy because people been emailing me and texting me and writing me on social media, like, man, that was so great, man. It made me want to do this and do that. And it's kinda like that I don't never I don't never feel good about that. I'm just a professional, So I don't know, man. But whatever come with this, that's what's gonna come with it.
0: Well, look, man. Keep doing your thing. Like I said earlier, man, it's been it's been great just seeing the progression because I've been following you for over a year, and just to see like how much you've grown, like with your podcast, just like you've mastered interviewing without interviewing. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, like I, I I gotta give you props for that, and also. Those solo ones, those, like, just you talking by yourself, like, I tell people, like, you know, that's in our little circle. I'm like, man, Slim got them solo things on lock lot because I'm I'm still trying to tackle them. I got one in mind. I think I'm going to go ahead and sit down this week and record it by myself, so. I told you you just got to
1: crank it out, man. Yeah. I yeah, think Maine better than me with the solo ones because Maine be
0: having, like, a specific topic that he hits on. Me, I just go. Y'all, okay, let me tell you why I can't say I agree or disagree. It's totally different. Main, main, main solos are great, but what makes his he great, he's telling a story. Yeah. Like he, if you, the ones that I've really gravitated towards, it was a story. So it's like, he got you in the room with him and you just like visualizing everything that's going on. Yours is kind of like, Free like a like a freestyle. You just going off the top, you know whatever on your mind or your heart. You just saying it. His is like a story, but I I like both of them. Like I really do because like I like a person that could give me a story and it it wraps me in and I gotta listen to it. So y'all do two. They're both solo, but y'all doing two totally different things.
1: Yeah. I I, I, I don't even think Maine know it but I'm probably like his number one fan you know what I'm saying (laughs) that was before I had even met him because Maine Maine is really good at what he does and he's real strategic and like honestly he takes it way more serious than I do and I think I take it more serious than anybody you know what I'm saying but um I kind of like to relax with it. I don't like to be serious with it because, like, if you present yourself as this person, then people are going to look forward to that all the time. And don't look forward to nothing from me. I'm Charles <laughs> Barkley. I'm not trying to be your kid's role model.
0: Well, Maine said he a brand ambassador, so. Yeah,
1: facts. And he is. I'm not. You see, look, I'm sitting in this studio right now. I'm probably about to edit some stuff, drink a whole
0: bottle of whiskey and <laughs> smoke a fat cigar. Do not look for me for anything. <laughs> well, look, man, I ain't gonna hold you up, but I truly, truly appreciate you doing this, man. And anytime you want to break your rule and do an internet zoom, we're def- I'm, I'm more than welcome to I'm more than happy to welcome you on the platform.
1: Man, this was fun. We can do this anytime. I'm coming to the West Coast in November, the first weekend of November. So we can link up, man.
0: We'll, we'll talk about it offline. <laughs> <All right. laughs> but, oh, tell the people, definitely tell them how they can follow you.
1: Man, follow me um on Instagram at Slim Wilding again. Our shots with Slim. Um, I'm pretty sure if you start typing it in, it'll pop up. And um, as far as the T-shirt business, the details will be out tomorrow. And make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, Sit Downs with Slim, man.
0: Oh, you forgot your Patreon, too.
1: Oh, the Patreon. Shout out to James Lampkin for putting me on the Patreon because I wasn't even going to do it. And now I've been getting all of this money, and I got some – I didn't even know I really had, like, real fans that want to (laughs) support and all this. But, yeah, you can subscribe to the Patreon at Sit Down Slim. Patreon.com backslash Sit Down Slim
0: hey again bro i appreciate you um those who want to follow me my um instagram is conversations underscore with underscore lamp i really appreciate all the support that i've been given thank you for listening to this episode y'all have a great day